what it do, Fly Crew. You already know who it is. And if you don't, girl, let's go put you on some shoes and let's go find you a home. Because, girl, it's time for another motherfucking episode of Sip and Drag, the podcast where I review RuPaul's Drag Race Season 13. Now, let's skip the pleasantries and let's get right on into it, okay? Now, there is officially 10 queens left in the workroom. Unfortunately, Miss Tamisha Iman was the last queen to sashay away. Tamisha Iman is coming for you. Girl, Tamisha has came and left the building, which is so sad because I've seen her going so far in the competition. But you know what, girl? That's just how the cookie crumbles. Now, let's get into this week's episode, okay? Now, the mini challenge for this week was the legendary... Reading challenge. The library is officially open and the queens get to read each other for filth, even though they do that like all the time. (laughs) But this time they get to do it in front of RuPaul. But girl, the library was open and the queens was reading, girl. For me, I feel like Rosé should have run the reading challenge because I was just like, all right, Rosé, you sure is coming at these bitches left and right. Like, (laughs) give it to them. But Guy Mick won the reading challenge. And girl, <laughs> Miss um, Elliot with two T's. Did you miss the reading at Lesson in School? Were you late that day? Because girl, <laughs> the reads weren't there for me. They weren't even reads. They were just like statements. <laughs> I'm sorry to say it like that, girl. But it was just like, ooh, girl, you need some help. <laughs> you need some milk. <laughs> But you know what? It's okay, though, Elliot, because we're learning, okay? And you know what? Let me say this to you, Elliot. Fuck all them bitches, because they just be being so mean to her. The girls be just so mean to Elliot, and I just be like, girl, why are they so mean to her? And it's just like, the bitches need somebody to hate. And unfortunately, you that bitch, Elliot. But you know what? You may be doing some basic shit, but you a sickening queen. You deserve your spot. Rue chose you. And you know what? Fuck them bitches. Do the fuck what you gotta do. And snatch the crown for them bitches. Even though I don't think he gonna be in the top. But still try. And that's all period, poo. But girl, this week's maxi challenge was the improv challenge where you had to appear on Bossy Rossy at the dock. The reboot. Is it the reboot or the reboot? Whatever, Rubu Reboot Bitch Part 2 of the Bossy Rossi show, right? Talk show. And that right there is the improv challenge. You ain't got no script. All you got is a character analysis, a character skeleton. I remember that one from one of my theater classes that I took in college. (laughs) I surely did learn something in that class. But, you know, you got your character skeleton and you just got to... Jump from there. Go from there. And it's just like, ooh, girl. I mean, like, yeah, I think I'm funny and I think I could do improv. But, ooh, girl, I don't think I could. (laughs) If I'm being honest, like, doesn't really sound like me. (laughs) But it's not about me. It's about the queen. So let's get into it. So the girls were broken up into four teams. You had the, I'm pregnant with my imaginary boyfriend's baby. Who had Rosé, Denali, and Lala Rione. And you had... The escaping the cult of mimology, you know, the I'm stuck in a box, but like you can't see the box. We had that group with Guy Mick, Olivia, and Utica. Ooh. And then we had the Where Are They Now? The Teen Drag Stars um, with Candy and Simone. And then we had My 600 Pound Ass is Taking Over My Friendship 
or ruining my friendship or something like that. Killing my friendship. There it is. Tony, you can't even read your own goddamn notes. Sad, girl. Sad. But that team had Elliot and Tina, right? Now, let's start with the pregnant bitches. Lala Ree, Denali, and Rosé. First of all, I thought that their group did really, really well, like... Rosé and Denali, of course, well, not of course, but, like, uh, they was killing the challenge. Like, these bitches are, like, actors, like, killing the challenge. And we seen that motherfucking in the uh, in the last acting challenge, Miss Alari, you know, she's not the best. But Homegirl came out there, and, you know, her energy was not matching theirs, but it was just, like, the character she was playing, like, it all tied into it. Like, I felt like she just fit into the scene so goddamn well and everything just like meshed and ran along together theirs was really good really fucking funny found that shit hilarious the escaping the cult of mymology group with miss got mick olivia and utica now got mick and utica excuse me got mick and olivia they were doing really fucking good like really fucking good like that shit was funny as fuck and then Miss Utica came in, and it was just like, oh, my God, what is going on? It was like, mm, when you go to a chicken spot, and they give you these greasy-ass wings, and they give you these french fries, and then they give you some carrots and celery on the side. It's just like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this carrots and celery? Like, no, bitch. I'm obviously here to eat bad, and I don't want no carrots and celery. And it was just like, Utica was the carrots and celery of the group, and it was just like, uh, I could have did without you. <laughs> And it was sad because, like, Utica is, like, a funny person. And I was just, like, I was expecting her to do so well in this challenge. But, girl, she did not deliver. And I was just, like, ooh, girl. I'm praying for you. (laughs) And then next we have Miss Candy and Simone, the Where Are They Now. And, girl, oh, my God. Theirs was so, so good. Like, at the beginning, I was, like, ooh, Candy, like... You're giving me one note, and it's just like, mm, what are you going to do with this? But it was just like, the more and more I got into the scene, I was just like, all right, Candy, I see you. And she was just like, she played off of Ross so goddamn well. She played off of Simone so well. Like, them two together, powerhouse. Like, I was like, all right, like, y'all was killing it. Ah, and I wrote this down in my notes right here because I have to say it on this show. Zabora. Like, oh my God. Simone and like the way that she be pronouncing shit. Oh my God, it be killing me. She be like, she said Deborah, right? Her name was Deborah, but she pronounced it Zabora. And I was like, <laughs> Zabora. <laughs> and then another one, she was like, factory. <laughs> factory. I own 20% of this factory. It's just like that little Arkansas. She from Arkansas. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. Arkansas. Arkansas. I think that's right. Arkansas. She from Arkansas. And just like that little Arkansas accent that she got. I'm living for it. I love me a good Southern accent. (laughs) Now let's get on Miss Tina and Miss Elliot. Now, Tina came out and I was like, okay, like, I know Tina is going to give me camp. She's going to give me, like, funny because that's just, like, what Tina is. As long as it's not red, uh, yellow, or orange, I'll be fine. Of course, she came out in some red, but you know what? I'm just like, okay, as long as I see something different on the goddamn runway, we'll, we'll discuss it. But Tina was like, okay, yes, girl, you're funny. You're giving it to me. You're playing good off of Ross. And then Elliot came out and it was just like, okay, like this is turning into a train wreck like I just could not understand what like Elliot was doing and it's just like girl 
I want to root for her so bad because the girls be so mean to her, but it just be like, girl, what do you be doing? Like, ooh, girl, let's go put you on some shoes and let's go find you a home or a drag career. Let me stop because that's, that was mean. That was a mean comment. <laughs> I'm not supposed to be that mean on here because that's not me. I mean, it is me, but like, <laughs> girl, please, let's go get you a career. Let's go find it because like, mm-mm, it's not here for me. I'm sorry, Pookie. <laughs> but in their scene, Elliot and Tina, girl, they kissed. And not even kissed, girl. Them, them dudes, they went in. They was sucking each other's faces down and I was like oh girl 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 is VH1 gonna allow this girl because this is turning into soft porn girl Tina got on top of Elliot's face and was like girl take my ass I said oh no what the fuck am I watching mm -mm, mm -mm. commercial break commercial break commercial break uh-uh uh-uh Oh, I can't remember who said it, but it was like, oh, I, Elliot said it. She was like kissing Tina was like kissing her uncle. And that's exactly like the vibe that I was getting. I was like, oh, my God, like <laughs> Tina is somebody's uncle, somebody's auntie. If she don't get off of this little man. <laughs> but girl, out of all the groups, I think that Candy and Simone did the best goddamn job. I was like, you bitches are up here, top tier for me. I think that if it was a group challenge... They should have fucking won that shit. I mean, it was a group challenge, but if they got judged as a group, they should have won that shit. And then I think that Miss Lala Ree, Rose, and Zanali, I think their group came in second. And then I think that God, Mick, uh, Olivia, and Utica, their team is coming in third. And they could have done so much better and they could have placed higher, in my opinion. But Utica really just threw this whole scene off, and it was just like, ooh, girl. Like, it just was just, it just threw the scene off of me. And it was just like, what is going on with this chick? And then Tina and Elliot, I'm sorry, y'all just had to come to the bottom. It just, it wasn't there for me. But it's okay. Because we got the runway. Bring it to the runway. Runway. Run, 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 runway. Bring it to the runway. Runway. Run, 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 runway. Girl, the category on the runway this week was beat it. <laughs> beat it, not beat it. Beat it. Like beads, like the beads that you put on necklaces and things like that. Beat it with a D at the end. Not beat it like Michael Jackson or beat your meat. Beat it. <laughs> I had to keep telling myself. I was like, girl, what the fuck did Rude just say? Category was. <laughs> but girl, let's get into it. Girl, Miss Lala Ree. Came out looking so cute, looking like a little Tina Turner, giving the girls proud Mary. And I was like, yes, hair, come on, give it to him. Bomb ass outfit, bomb, 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 showing all the skin. I was like, give them that body, yaddy, yaddy. <laughs> Miss Denali came out looking just so beautiful, regal, and elegant. That girl came out dressed as a chandelier. A chandelier, girl. I'm gonna scream from the chandelier. That's what the fuck I was doing when she came out. And I was like, yes, girl, get the fuck off their necks. 
said, I'm finna light this runway up, literally, girl, world. Now, Miss Utica came out as a bloody bride, and I was like, girl, where the fuck are your beads? And I had to, like, look, 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 like, deep, deep, deep into her outfit. And I was like, oh, girl, I see the beads. I see them. But it was still, like, a oh, Utica is just, like, a bomb queen. Like, the outfits that she brings, it just, like, ooh, you might have to look a little bit for what she, the, the point that she's trying to get across. But once you get that point, like, you, you get it, and you be like, wow. Tina, girl, I was so glad to see Miss Tina step out on the runway and something that wasn't motherfucking orange, yellow, and red. Girl, I was so fucking happy, but this girl stepped out on the runway in a goddamn clown outfit, and I was like, girl, are you fucking serious? I'm so goddamn tired of seeing camp from Tina. I would love to see Tina in this, in a beautiful, just, like, gown with a train on it. Like, that's not red yellow or orange i would just love to see tina just like do something that's not camp i'm and i'm tired of the judges not telling her like girl let the camp go but you know what i'm not a judge on the show i'm just a judge at home so i'm gonna continue to judge at home and keep my opinions to the podcast listeners now miss Elliot stepped out on the runway looking like a little 1920s flapper girls. I think the flapper girls was from the 1920s. Whatever the flapper girls, that era. And I was like, okay, give it to them. And I was just, I was so proud of Elliot and her runway because it's like her runways continue to be basic. And it's just like, girl, first of all, this is season 13. Third of all, girl, this is like a runway like six or seven, girl. I'm going to need to see more than just these basic ass garments. And I was just so happy to see her and something that wasn't so basic and whatnot and I was like yes girl give it to um <laughs> now miss motherfucking Candy came out and as soon as she came out the first word that I screamed was all right rich bitch that's a couple of words but I was like all right rich bitch came out looking like a thousand motherfucking dollars <laughs> I was like okay bitch <laughs> can you spot me a 20 bitch because I want some wing stop <laughs> And now Miss God Mick came out looking like some anal beads I just snatched out of my booty cheeks. And I was like, ooh, girl. First of all, I don't see how people wear latex. Like, I can never do latex. I just feel like, bitch, I'm just suffocating there. Like, anybody who can wear latex commends you. Because, girl, I could never, could never put on a latex suit, a latex dress, a latex anything. I mean, I might buy some latex Ivy Park because it's Beyonce, but lace text is not for me. Rosé stepped out onto the goddamn runway giving the girls arts and crafts realness. Now, my arts and craftsy bitches, y'all know the little beady beady thingies that you put on the template and then you put the uh, the wax paper over it and you iron it and, it, and then boom, you got a little art creation. Bitch, her whole dress was made out of that. First of all, bitch, how did you get your body in that? Like, did you, like, iron it on yourself while you were in it? Like, girl, and how do you move without breaking that? Because I'm clumsy as fuck. And then you walking in heels and got this heavy-ass hair on your head. Bitch, my ass would have tipped over before I even got on the runway. Bitch, and my whole dress would have just broke. And, bitch, they probably would have had to send me home because I would have had a mental breakdown after that. But, girl, bomb as shit. Ugh. Bomb. I was like, okay, girl, give them comp. Literally giving them camp. <laughs> 
girl. And then Miss Olivia came out. She said, I'm going to bring it back. Back to the motherfucking 90s, girl. She had little ballies in her hand. I was like, okay. And she was just like, the outfit was giving me like little airbrush slosses swap me. And I was like, okay, girl, this is cute as shit. Like, girl, making me want to go outside and double dutch. <laughs> now, Miss Simone came out giving the girls Cameroon, Africa. I was like, girl, give it to them. First of all, the skin. The skin, the skin, the skin. I was like, girl, the skin is just like, it's just glowing, glistening. I'm just like, oh my goodness. Just like a deep, dark chocolate that's just like, oh my God, so sensual. I don't know, man. I don't even know how to describe the skin. It's just so beautiful. But girl, Simone came out with individuals, I think they individuals, but like brazing her head with beady beads on it, not beady beads, <laughs> not the kitchen beady beads, but like the beads on it, and they spelled out her name, like how Beyonce did it in the Ivy Park first drop, and I was like, all right, girl, she was giving me motherfucking Beyonce and Jada Essence Hall, because Jada Essence Hall did that too, but Beyonce did it first, but girl, I was like living for it, girl, and then she had the beads in her head, right, but then she had on like this little two-piece, right, and the two-piece was also made out of beads. And I was like, girl, give it to him. Give him a little shimmy, shimmy, shake the yiddies, girl. Girl, I was just living for the outfit. I was just living for it. Simone is just like a sickening queen. And girl, I can see her and Olivia in the top together, girl, going toe-to-toe. Them so them smart motherfucking uh, 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 predictions right there. Olivia and motherfucking Simone are going to be in the top. And if they are not, I'm going to be very upset. Because they are top queens, huh? Now, let's get into these judges, honey. Now, this week's guest judge was the one, the only, T.S. Madison girl. And I was living for her. First of all, looking at, like, the judges' photo, I was like, damn, T.S. Madison, you one short motherfucker. But it might be because, like, all these other hoes got on heels and whatnot. But I was like, damn, T.S. Madison, you short. But she had on this nice emerald green, like, sequency like jumpsuit thinking. I was like, yes, girl, give it to him. And, the, you know, the Yiddies was sitting perfect. Perfectly like they normally do. Girl, I was like, yes. And then, of course, if we have the Bossy Rossi after show, of course, Ross Matthews is also going to be the alternating judge of the week. So we have Mr. Ross Matthews on as a judge this week. And of course, Michelle Visage. First of all, I'm talking about Michelle today because, girl, she was looking good. The streak was nice and slick down and straightened. And motherfucking, she had on this nice, beautiful white dress. And I was like, okay, girl, you looking very angelic, even though, girl, you are a demon. <laughs> but I was like, girl, go ahead and live your best life. Serve whatever fantasy you want to serve, girl, because that's your business, okay? And then Mama Rue, first of all, Mama Rue came out in the mini challenge walkthrough in this bomb, just like all black outfit with this nice black, oh, what are those hats called? Like, the ones that you get in Paris, the ones which you eat the fancy bread with um, underneath the Eiffel Tower. She had on one of them hats. And then she had on all black, like a black turtleneck, black skinny jeans, and some nice black heels. And I was like, all right, girl, giving the girls Black Panther party. And I was like, yes, give it to the girls. And then Mamaru stomped out onto the runway in this bomb red sequin uh, spaghetti strap dress and I was like ah 
I don't think it was sequin. I think it was sparkly. Whatever. Sequin, sparkly. I don't know. I don't be making garments and shit to know the difference. The shit was sparkly and it was bomb as shit. And I was like, girl, first of all, I'm going to say this every single time. Girl, for however old Mama Rue is, 50, 60, however old, the bitch looks good. Body, body, skin, and all. Just good. And bitch, I don't care, bitch. Bitch, 50, 60, still walking around in heels. Size 15 heels. Girl, <laughs> bless you. Because <laughs> I could never. Never. But girl. So. I think that Utica and Elliot should have been in the bottom. Too. But unfortunately, it was Elliot and my girl Lala Reed. Olivia won the challenge. Cute. Go ahead, Olivia. Do your thing. But I'm just my feelings was so fucking hurt finding out that Lala Reed was in the goddamn bottom because I didn't think she deserved to be in the bottom. I for sure thought it was gonna be Elliot and Utica battling it out because both of them were just like bad. I didn't think Lala Reed was that bad. But you know what? I'm not the one judging the show. Miss motherfucking RuPaul is, okay? But girl, first of all, that lip sync against Elliot and Lala Ree was motherfucking killer. One of the best lip syncs that I have ever seen. And girl, unfortunately, Lala Ree had to sashay the fuck away. And I was like, girl, are you serious? First of all, I thought that it was going to be a double save. Like, that's how good the lip sync was. I for sure thought it was going to be a double save. But no, Miss Lala Ree had to... Take her butt back on to the ATL. So now both of our ATL queens are gone. <sighs> so, so sad. My mouth literally dropped hearing Lalari's name being said. But you know what? That is the way the cookie crumbles, girl. So that means with Lalari go, it's nine bitches left. Girl, the competition is going by quick, girl. Quick, quick, quick. Oof. I wonder who's going home next. Who knows? Nobody except Rue and the girls in production and all those folks, you know. But, you know, we won't know until next week. And until then, girl, y'all keep on sipping the tea. And I'll catch y'all next week on the next episode of Sippin' Drag. <laughs>